Hey, this is our second episode of Parental Guidance. I want to talk today about a couple things. For one, the other day, saw my daughter run track for the first time. Pretty gifted athlete to be able to kind of stay. She, she was at a certain point, she was uh, one of the, she was leading the race. And um, she just doesn't know how to, um, she doesn't know how to uh, finish the race. She doesn't know how to pace herself, but uh, it was it was pretty good to see. But in between that, I watched uh, some younger kids run. I watched a couple older kids run, and for I know I know that we put our kids in these sports to um, kind of like push them to give them something to strive for. But I just think that for these younger ages, it might just be too much. I watched a little girl kind of bend over and, and cry like in a, in a, in a 400 race. I just, I just felt like she shouldn't have been there. It seems like um, we, we try to project ourselves onto our kids. Um, I think a little too early. I think that, you know, a lot of this stuff should be fun. And that's, and that's kind of what I'm, I'm preaching. My daughter was like, you know, I want you to be an athlete. I want you to be athletic. But at the same time, um, you know, we, we would like to win. But at the same time, it's not all about winning. And it just seemed like um, after seeing this young girl, I saw her dad kind of running along the side, like, come on, don't give up. And kind of was yelling, you know, not, not negatively, but, you know, trying to motivate her. And she just, she didn't want it. And, that was that was real symbolic of a lot of the stuff that we talk about on these shows that you know it, it, it it's all it's all in what the kid wants you know that that girl she didn't want to finish the race i mean she ended, she eventually did but she didn't want to fin- finish the race then her dad wanted her to finish the race that's um you know that should that should let you know something i mean at a certain point maybe you go do um something less serious um you know, but at the same time, I mean, you know, I, I'm not telling people how to raise their kids. You know, you you do what works best for you. But like I said, at the same time, I, I would rather um, our kids choose what they want to do. You know, my daughter's in the fourth grade. She chose to do track. I, I never directed her to track. She chose it. Just like when she plays basketball, she chooses basketball. And until she if she wakes up one day and she don't want to do it anymore, I mean, I'm going to do it the right way to finish it out, but I'm not, I'm not going to overly um, push her or I'm not going to be kind of ramming stuff down her throat. I will talk to her about, about quitting because I, you, you don't want to, you don't want to raise a quitter, but at the same time, it's a fine line. It's kind of tough because it's a, it's a, it's a lot that goes into it. Like you, you do want to be tough on your kid. You do want to, you do want to give them some tough love. You do want to teach them how to, uh, how to how to uh, persevere in certain times, you know, because sports teaches you a lot, but at the same time, you know, it's a, it's a fine line. And I mean, that line has to be, uh, the kid has to step over that line. But like I said, to, the, to, to see the, um, to see these kids in track, you know, running on the track and physically crying, that was, uh, that was kind of crazy for me. And then, like I said, you know, to hear parents screaming and yelling and, you know, I, I, I think I yelled one time, I'm just like, finish, you know, that was it. I'm not, I'm not going to chase her around the track and yell at her or, or, you know, um, 
you know, give her this motivational speech. You know, I'm going to say, Hey, you, you go out there, you do your best. And then, you know, wherever you go from there, if you, if you want it, if you want to be good, we'll help you to be good. And that's, and that's how I'm going to handle that. Another thing that I'm starting to see now, a lot of kids are really, and this is on the basketball side, a lot of kids are seem to be practicing the wrong thing. I see all this flash. Now, uh, me being a basketball trainer, yes, I do give kids a lot of moves and stuff like that to try to work their ball handling, um, you know, to actually, you know, help improve them to where they're at, to to help improve them to – uh, from where they're at now to the next step. Um, and it just seems like, um, you know, you watch a lot of kids. I, I had a kid um, uh, the other day that was really working on a lot of stuff. And, I mean, it just simulated um, some Steph Curry stuff. People just don't understand. And, and, and you need to know who's training your kids. That's what I'm going to say. Like, if somebody hadn't been in it for a while, been a coach for a while, know who's training your kids. Um, it just seems like, a lot of these kids are, um, they're going to go work out with this particular trainer and it's a group of kids and they're all working all on the same thing. They're working on step backs. They're working on this. They're working on that. Well, how can you work on a step back if you can't shoot? You don't, you don't have the basics. How can you work on, you know, making this move and Euro stepping and you can barely handle the ball. Like I, I don't believe in that. I think, I think certain drills should be, um, should have the basics and then if you do have kids that can handle that stuff then maybe the drill goes this way and hey you got little mike little mike you can do that at the end of it little mike you do the euro stuff you know if if, if that's if that's what he can handle but it just seems like uh these kids now they just look out and they see they see the finished product steph curry and james harden and you know russell westbrook these guys have been – they were all coal in the sense. They were coal, and now they're diamonds, okay? They had to go through actually grinding and grinding and grinding and working and trial and error to see what works for them. You can't go out and watch and say that, you know, oh, I, 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 can, I can do that because he did it, so let me just practice that. Kids are practicing the wrong things. I mean, it, it's just it, – and, and we all were there. I remember growing up and wanting to be like Jalen Rose. And I remember Jalen Rose had certain moves and stuff like that. And I would practice his moves. I wasn't Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose was six, eight, um, a NBA, a, a, a true NBA um, veteran, but you know, I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it that way. That, that didn't work for me. Just, just what worked for him. It may not, it may not work for me. It may work. Now you, you continue to work at it. You may, you may figure some of it out, but, you know, these kids need to understand that they have to practice the way they have to, they have to practice the, the basic fundamentals and they have to learn the basic fundamentals before you can do all the flash. I was talking on the phone today to Bonzi Wells and Bonzi Wells, uh, NBA veteran. Um, Bonzi was undersized, but Bonzi was able to, to, to make a living in the NBA. And I mean, a darn good living. He was, he was pretty, he was really good. Bonzi was really good. And Bonzi just told me, he said, it just seems like now um, when, when, he, when he's working out younger kids and he, and he, coaches, um, he coaches with uh, Chandler Thompson, I believe they're up in Muncie, Muncie Central. And he was telling me that all the kids now, they want to make these moves, but 
you know, they, they, they want to do the flash it in. They want to flip the ball up um, and spin it off the backboard or shoot a jelly shot as what they call it now. But he said they don't understand how when he was playing, how guys would make a move and how they would get down low to explode up. We, they don't want to do that. They want to keep their chest up. They want to make the moves. They want to get ready for their next step back. And, I mean, parents have to, have to realize what, what our kids what – the, where the culture of basketball is going, number one. Number two, what's going to make – what's going to work for your child? I don't think that, you know, having, having all these moves and step backs and watching, and watching the NBA is going, to, is going to help a lot of kids. It may inspire you, but I don't know how it's going to help you. But, I mean, the game is trending in that area. So I would imagine that you, you, you have to perfect your, your craft first, and then after you perfect your craft, then you can get to the flash. Um, another thing I want to talk about, uh, the AAU scene um, with basketball um, and, and, and even some school corporations and stuff like that, it just seems like, um, you know, a lot of people are, like, getting to the point that they're stacking their teams. And, you know, I, I, I don't know how this helps kids, period. I mean, um, again, parents, know who your kids are playing for. Um, if, if, if these teams are getting stacked up and you're winning all the time but your, your child is not getting any better, that's, that's, not, that's not helping. All right. Um, it just seems like, you know, we, we, get, we get a lot of these parent coaches that, you know, they're, they're all out about the win, period. They're not worried about – um, you know, development of, of different kids and not worried about weaknesses. I, I'll say it like this. Uh, when I coach, I, I look for different weaknesses within players. Like say, you know, I, I know of a kid that that struggles to take the ball out of bounds. Well, most people will just yell and say, hey, somebody else take the ball out of bounds. Now, I understand that certain points in the game that, you know, if you're if you're turning the basketball over, and um, you know, we this is a pivotal time. Then, then I'm going to switch that. But for the majority of the game, if, if this kid is willing to take the ball out of bounds, and that's what they want to do, and and you know, they're they're willing to to step up to the plate and try to learn, then why not do it for them? I, I had a girl I was training the other day. We do a lot of ball handling in our training. Uh, I asked her. I said, "Well, how much are you dribbling the basketball?" I don't dribble at all. So I'm like, "You mean to tell me you come here?" you know, twice a week, you work on your ball handling skills and you don't even, you don't even try to put it into the game. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just a release. I run down the court. And I mean, the girl is in between sizes. I, I don't, I don't see why people wouldn't give them a chance, uh, opportunity to, you know, bring the ball down, uh, to try different things. It just, it just makes sense to me. I mean, if, if, if you have a kid that's working, working on it and you know that they're consciously working on it, well, put them in a position, um, you know, to fail or put them in, this, in a position to succeed. And, I mean, that's, that's, what, it, that's what it takes. I just, I just feel like um, this day and age, everybody's hung up on the victory. You want to you – a, a lot of people want to go and post, you know um, – what their teams are doing, holding up the trophies. Um, you know, I, I've never been into that. I've never been an advocate of that. I don't, we, you don't, you don't have to brag on, on what your kid's doing or, or what their successes, what their successes are. Cause a lot of times these kids are younger. You know what I mean? I mean, if, if I'm going to brag, I'm going to brag when, 
my daughter is, you know, scored a thousand points and my son has won a state championship. Those are the things you want to brag about. You do not have to post your whole life of basketball on social networks. And I mean, I see so much of it. I mean, yes, we're proud of our kids, but some of that stuff you can keep to yourself. I mean, cause it just seems like when, when stuff is going bad, you never see the post of that. <laughs> you see the post of when, when everything, when we're on top of the world, you know, we're beating teams by X, Y, and Z, or, or we're running track and here's the, here's the first, the first place ribbon. They don't talk about, you know, my daughter was leading the race and ended up in fourth place. I'm proud of that. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of her effort. I, and, and all I'm going to, and, and the, the lesson that I'm going to give to her is just that, you know, you, you, is there something you could have done in practice that could have pushed you to finish first? All right. And then, and then another part of it is going to be the knowledge of it. So, you know, like I said, I mean, I'm, whatever you do as a parent, that's fine, but you got to realize, you know, kids are, we're in a social, we're in a social age right now. And when kids start to see, you know, every, every time they have a victory, every time something they do is put up, you know, how do you think their mindset is, is, is going to be like? You know, how, how, how are they going to, how do you, how, how are you developing their thinking? Cause it just seems like, you know, in, in, in my head, if I was a kid that was coming up now and I know that I'm, then I'm on top of the world, I'm a third grader or a second grader. And, you know, now I'm starting to come into that age where I have an iPad and, you know, my parent, you know, lets me get on cer certain social networks and stuff like that. Um, you know, I see that, you know, here we go. We're winning again. Here we go. We're winning again. Well, what happens when it gets tough? I'm, I'm a, I'm a big advocate and I'm going to say it again. I'm a big advocate of kids learning by losing. You have to, you have to lose in order to learn. And I mean, it just seems like this day and age, I mean, everybody's so happy with, oh, well, we won this. Well, we won that. Well, great. Oh yeah. Well, how are you getting better from that? Well, we're getting better. Well, how, you know, we just, we just know how to win. Now, am I saying that you, that you, that you, that you're supposed to lose? No, give them that competitive drive. But I mean, there's valuable lessons in winning and losing. And I think it's more valuable lessons in losing because now you teach them that, listen, you know, this is the way you need to attack it. This is the mindset that you need to have. Not just saying, oh, well, you know, hey, we, we won again. We did this, that, and the other. And that, whatever, whatever you do and whatever you say and how do you, how you, what do you fill your kids up with will project to your child, period. Like I said, I've, I've been through, um, I've seen two state championships. I've seen two of them. But at the same time, there was a lot of, there was a lot of, of losing and stuff like that that, I had to learn before we, before we got to that point, period. And then, like I said, that molded my mind to be strong enough to actually push to the next thing. Cause I mean, it's just not realistic. I mean, all these AAU and I mean, kids love it. And, and when you get to the point that you're in middle school or you get to high school newsflash, you're not about to win every game. It's not going to happen. So start, start uh, breeding your kids. And, and telling them, like, even through the wins, you know, there's something they need to work on. Let's work on that. It shouldn't be just no, oh, good game. Well, you guys just played a good game. 
Or if it's, if it's that easy, well, you need to move your kids up. Move them up. And I, when I say move them up, I, I mean, I can't, I can't stand now. When, when we played basketball, it was like when you moved up, we, we, were, we were playing 16-year-olds and we killed the 16-year-olds. We would move up to like the 18-year-olds and we were playing the top 18-year-olds. We didn't play the 18B <laughs> or the 18C. We played the 18A and we got our butt kicked. And that's what it takes. So, like I said, if, 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 if you do have a team or, or, if or if your son or daughter is on a team that is just mopping the floor with people, it's not helping your child. It's really not. You know, it may be good to, to clap and cheer and this, that, and the other, but it doesn't it's, – it's, it's, it's not a good look for them. And then, I mean, I'm going to finish with this. I remember seeing a team the other day. Um, they were – I think this, this team is a fifth-grade team. This, this fifth-grade team should be playing, I would say, sixth or seventh grade. Um, and, and, I mean, they should be playing in the top division. Well, they played um, – our fourth grade team, and I mean, these girls were so much bigger than us. And 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 for me as a coach, if I was a, if I was to come into a game and I found out that I was playing some, a fourth grade team and they were that little compared to what we were, I would have walked off. But they continued to play the game, and then guess what? They pressed the whole game. That that kills me. You're hurting those girls. Period. You can't you can't get into a situation that. You're gonna you're gonna go and play a lesser team, and then you're gonna press. And I, and then I believe they they zoned us too. They press and they zone. I mean, our girls were short enough, couldn't see over the top of them, but it was a good it was a good game for us because we learned. Like we we learned. Like I said, you had to take that loss. You had to learn. We were we were beating people. We were beating people left and right. And then we come to this team, and now we got stumped. I, I was okay with that because guess what. It felt good when you were doing it to the other team. Now when you now when you're getting beat, it was it was all, you know, put our head down. And I was like, wait a second. We just beat a couple teams like that. And when they put their head down, it was okay because we 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 were all smiles. But then we played them, you know, we wasn't ready to learn the lesson. So I, I kind of went at them like that. But you know, just to see this team to be such a I mean, literally a juggernaut compared to us. You know, I was just like, I mean, what are the, what are the, what are the coaches doing? I mean, what are you doing? I mean, this is this is not this is not helping the kids, not at all. And like I said, you know, at the end of the day, as a parent, you need to evaluate where you are and what you're doing. And so I say, I, I a lot of times, I I, I talk like this, and, and is is different for me for me being a, a basketball trainer is different for me because. I actually, even though I didn't play in the NBA, I actually seen the grind and the work that goes into it. I seen the workouts that go into it. You know, there's a lot of these trainers that that are out that are out now. They're you know they project only only the highest level that they've been to. No, I haven't played in the NBA, but I watched NBA All Stars work on their game. Um, I watched guys that you know transition from college or high school mold themselves into multi-year NBA veterans. And the majority of the things that I do are a lot of, it has a lot of basics that are into it. But at the same time, I actually, I, 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 I dumb it down to where the kids can actually retain the knowledge. And then, like I said, it's a lot of basics that go into it. In a couple of years, you're going to see, 
you you gotta you gotta you gotta know where you where you where you're putting your money at and who you're entrusting to your kids. Period. And then the same thing with whatever program that you're with. If you're with a program and you know it's all about winning, it's all about winning, and and that's and that, and you think that um, solidifies victory for you, you're gonna learn real fast. I mean, you better you better be looking for a coach that's gonna that's gonna push your child. And that's and that's gonna and that's gonna help mold your child. That's what you're looking for. You're not looking for. If you, I mean, everybody just says, "Oh, well, let's, let's go here." I hear this. They're, they're winning over here. Let's go here. Go to where. What's the best option for for you and your kid? What is the absolute best option? Can they go? Can they go here? And how can they learn? How can they grow? That's all it's about. I mean, I, I don't look at it. Do, do we want to win every basketball game? Of course, you know, because we're competitive. But if if we lose the game, and my man, my child gains some valuable experience from from me losing, I would rather lose all day long. I would rather lose. Do I? Would I? Would I rather? Would I? I mean, can we? Can we win and then learn? Yes. Yes, they can. I mean, it's it's a valuable lesson in winning too. I, you don't want to lose everything, but it's a valuable lesson in lose in, in winning too. When you when you can do the right things to win the game, then that's fine. But if you're just beating people, and you know now you now now you're giving them this mindset that oh yeah, well we're just we're just gonna steamroll everybody, and then as soon as you, and then as soon as something gets hard, what happens? All the attitudes start to come out. That's how it works. So definitely know who's watching your kids. I mean, who's, who's training your kids definitely know who's coaching your kids. And like I said, you know, this is long-term for your child period. I mean, what you're looking for, you're looking to see if you can get a college scholarship, not go to the NBA or WNBA or whatever else. That's what you're looking for. That's the value in it. Thank y'all for listening.